Welcome to the Gray Wolf Podcast. What is up and welcome to Grey Wolf Hoops. What are we, John? Episode three? Yep. Episode yep. three, it is Ned joined by the Prez. Sporting his Tasmanian Jack Jumpers hat, <laughs> if you do not mind. Look at the picture right there, John. It's Johnny. good, isn't it? I thought I'd better wear it. We've spoken about it a few times and I'm jumping ship after this season. So I thought I probably should put it on just to, you know, flash the merch around a bit. I've got the T-shirt and just, you know, all about the Jack Jumpers, man. It's very exciting. It is very exciting times. I see the Jack Jumper little mascot yeah. guys getting out yep. and about as well too and check this out though oh Our boy yeah. mitch mccarran right there gotta love it and tell us about this chris dodge jersey yeah, Christich. yeah. Christich. so it's a new oh, jersey nets fan so 05 06 07 around there like that was my era for basketball like i was a mad new jersey nets fan huge jason kidd fan uh and chris Stitch was my favorite player back then he was a perennial sort of all-star player uh played center he was very very handy with richard jefferson vince carter jason collins it was a great team and oh, like i said i was a massive jason kidd fan through and through and then so when he left i sort of jumped off them a little bit jumped on the bucks when he started coaching them then he got fired so i'm sort of a free agent when it comes to fans but that bad boy cost me about 300 bucks back in the day authentic custom and yeah i was a huge fan of the net so yeah. we've got to get a bit of uh, old school flavor in here i think oh, i love it love the old school that's what it's all about right there johnny but big big week in the world of basketball man there's crazy things happening at the moment we've got a whole bunch on including the australian boomers squad oh yeah that's what are right. your sort of thoughts on that well, I think it's probably one of the best squads they've had for a little while, actually. I think depending on the availability of everybody, it could be one of the best teams we've seen in a long time. And we just saw an article about uh, Della Vadova still having issues with concussions. So possible retirement there. For yeah, Dally. it's he's apparently been having problems since December. So yep. a couple of months now. Fingers crossed that's not the case for the yeah. Navarro boy. It's tough, isn't it? I mean, if we can get him through the, the Tokyo Olympics, I think it'd be really good. Then he can retire after that, because yeah. if Ben Simmons plays, uh, I think we're going going to be very hard well not very hard to beat but we're going to be very successful i think through our pool games and it's going to be one of the strongest teams we've been able to put on the court for a long time yeah so who have we got there johnny you got it all I, uh, ready to go i actually i've got a i've put together a little squad and i want to get your thoughts on this i've had a look over it and uh there's a few guys in there mitch mccarran would be uh he'd be lucky to make it i think but i'd love to see him get in there but i want to mm. see your thoughts i've sort of put like a starting five and then a sort of you know the bench together i just want to get your thoughts on I this like so it, man. and this is something that we should put up and do one of those little things and then post it yeah into one of those oh NBA yeah so i want to do fitzy starting five <laughs> oh for yeah the australian boomers come tokyo uh, do you think it'll even happen uh i think it will yeah, yeah. look i think we've seen well the australian open's gonna happen so i think we probably will um i mean they've, they've had plenty of time to prepare for it let's put it that way so fingers crossed it does man but i want to get your thoughts and and I, i'm gonna just google up or look up the squad real quick just so we can see a few guys that have missed out but again there's a few young players in here there's a few australian american nationalized players as well so hopefully Simmons plays uh, I'm just going to get up there. Did the... Bryce Cotton make that list? Well he was on my list of guys with the question mark around him because he hasn't become an Australian citizen but if he does then I think he makes the squad for mine uh, okay, quite easily so quite easily there you go yeah he I think I, I, beast. It's, it's, it's about how they structure the bench I think because um, the starting five sort of picks itself but it's going to be how they pick the bench so we've got Aaron Baines starting centre Ben Simmons who would start at power forward but it's going to probably play many positions joe ingles will be in there oh, uh yes. small forward matisse thibel who is a one of the american australian nationalized players 
I didn't even know that he was, but he is, and he's playing for the 76ers, so he makes the starting lineup for mine. Ooh. And then Paddy Mills at point guard. So that starting five is probably the best that we would have had for a long time, if not the best ever. And off the bench, I've got Jock Landau as our backup center. That's uh, not as handy. It's, it's very yeah. handy. Brock Modem as our power forward. He's only 30. I think he still plays some good minutes. He plays in Europe, so he plays in that really tough league. I yeah, think he can he's offer a lot. He's a very good player. Yeah, and I've got Nick Kay in as our sort of next backup. Sort Nick of Kay power forward, is, small forward. is very, very, very yeah, good. I think he deserves a spot in that team. We've got Mitch Creek, backup, small forward. He can sort of play between two or three roles as well. Uh, Ryan Brockoff, I think, is our backup shooting guard, or maybe Bryce Cotton if he sneaks in there. And then Daly hopefully will be our backup point guard and they might have to manage his minutes potentially. Then that sort of leaves sort of two bench spots because they're picking a team of 12. Uh, I think I wouldn't be surprised to see Chris Goulding make the side as a pure shooter. I think yep. he offers a lot just in that shooting role. Thon Maker is an interesting one for me. He's sort of really fallen off the, uh, the the cliff a little bit in a way. Like he's an NBA free agent. He hasn't really shown a lot at international level. So my big call to make the team is Isaac Humphreys. I reckon he could slot in there as a backup oh. big guy. I really think he deserves a chance in there. He's still relatively young. Uh, it, it just depends on how old is big guy. I think he's twenty-seven. I want to say maybe okay. he's like not even that old. So he's not too not too young, not too old. So he could be playing in the next Olympics. Uh, I'm gonna have to check that. But then so we got who some. Who does that leave out then, Johnny? Well, there's a few names that it leaves out because my big question marks are over Xavier Cooks. Uh, Dante Exum would be a great addition if he was fit. Yeah. Uh, and then Bryce Cotton's the other one. I don't know if he if he's gonna get the the citizenship or not in time. So he's the big one. You're so sort of spoiled for choice there, yeah, aren't we you? Really it are. doesn't actually have a whole heap of NBL players on there. No, really. not really. No, and I think that's kind of it says a lot about our Australian players these days. Is I think we've got all these guys playing around the world that you wouldn't like. You know, Brock Modem, he's played in the last couple of Olympics. Not many people would know him, but he's played in Europe for so so long. And yeah, I think he'd be a, he's going to be a really good addition to the team. But it leaves out guys like Dang Adele. Uh, again, he's still quite young. Uh, who else have we got here? Josh Giddy is in the squad at the moment. Josh yeah, Green Josh, is another one. I think. Yeah, Green. Green. He, he's very good as well. Green would be very close. I feel he's at the Mavs at the moment. So I think he'd be close, but I reckon they might pick Goulding just for the backup shooting or the backup guard who can shoot. Uh, it also leaves Mitch McCarron, uh, Will McDowell-White, who's a young guy playing over in the NBA G League. Uh, Mitch Norton, who made the squad, which I thought was pretty cool, yeah, actually. Cool. Uh, Duop Rief, who's playing in Serbia. <laughs> yeah, um, some people in there, I was like, wow, I yeah, haven't even heard of him. And Duop was one of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's um, it's it's going to be a very good squad. But my my sort of big call is for Humphreys to make it. I'm going to check his age because I think I got that one wrong. He's 23, so he's still got a few Olympics wow, to go. He is, I was getting yeah. confused with one of the other guys. So he's got a few Olympics to go. I'm really excited to see him. I think he will make the team. I think he offers a lot as a big guy. And it's going to come down to what Simmons going to do as well because we've heard it all before haven't we yeah. he's keen to play he wants to play for Australia blah 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 but then when push comes to shove he doesn't Pulls so sort of thing. Yeah. I don't know he could be he could be the real difference for us if he plays and Daly's fit that's the best team we've put on the court I think but who knows if that's going to happen what do you think in silverware well, I think we'd can be we up, match the US I think, yeah I think we'd be up for a medal um, I think I can't remember did we get bronze last time I can't remember now I think it was four I think yeah we, yeah. Can, we made the bronze medal game so yeah. I, I think we should be able to do better than that with the team and I'm not sure and this is just my very bad memory I'm not sure if we've ever rated higher than four. Nah, I, think I that, don't think that'd be it I would say so but the uh, the team USA squad came out as well and I don't have it with me at the moment but their team's looking pretty strong as it's well stacked, so is it? it is stacked but you remember that our boys took on that team USA challenge there oh, was that 18 months ago now in Melbourne yeah, and when we got the win we got a win so alongside Cam Luke and yeah yeah shout there it was yeah it was pretty damn cool but 
that didn't seem as strong as what they could possibly put on the court. So no, think- that's right. It's uh, I think this team will be better. The key is just going to be Simmons going to play or not. Yeah. Uh, maybe Thibault going to play. I think he will. I don't know if Simmons will though. So we're just going to have to wait and see because he adds a whole different. Imagine trying to guard him at six foot ten. That's playing every position. We've got uh, we've got Joey out there. We've Joey got- just dropping threes. <laughs> exactly. Right and Aaron like Baines, it. and we know that Paddy Mills lives for the green and gold, doesn't oh, he? he? Like definitely he- does. That's where he really yeah. steps up. He's been playing well there for the Spurs too. Like. He's playing up real, lighting things up. How old is yeah. Paddy Mills? Is that? Oh, he'd have to be about our age, wouldn't yeah, he? Just, he'd uh, have to be pushing it on a little bit. <laughs> so this might front. be, this might, yeah. <laughs> I think Good this might be, be sort of his year. This might be Australia's red hot shot to have a, I think so. Have a real yeah. crack at some. Maybe compete well, for that gold so. medal. But one thing that's really good, like, and you sort of, sort of, kind of mentioned there, is like, you know, look at the next generation. We've got Giddy coming through, Josh Green. We've got Will Magna. He was in the squad as well. Jack White, you know, he's oh, shown yeah. a lot for one year pro out of college. Like, I think we've got some good teams coming in our future. But right now, this could be our chance to possibly push for for a better medal than bronze if uh, if we get that far. Yeah. Well, fingers crossed. Touch wood. It happens. Hey, I'll be happy with the bronze. But yeah. there you go. Yeah. We'll have to wait and see what happens. NBL was Johnny. Should we oh. jump into that, or do you want to talk a little bit of zombies? Well, first? is there? I thought you were going to brush over the zombies actually, because no. we've got a big game coming up in a few weeks, and I think we briefly mentioned it. Is yourself coming back to the the zombies? We've turned into a uh, franchise or a dynasty. I keep joking about nowadays. So we've actually got three teams in our local comp, and it's going to be good to run back out there with your good self. So trying yeah. to get back into basketball shape very oh, slowly, but very much looking forward <laughs> to it. But it is going to be a case of a bunch of old men running around, and this might be my last season. We'll see how we. Go. Go, John, because the old body's not, you know, what it used to be. That yeah. is for sure. Yeah, yeah. So you're a bit like, you know, it's it's Baines, Mills, yourself coming out for one last dance, you know. Yeah, yeah. To, That's to a, take a, a Michael Jordan reference. Yeah, there. either that or maybe I'll just be one of those sad case old guys that you see down there until they're like 55. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm still okay. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Well, you never know, mate. Maybe we need to get the uh, documentary crew out there. Last Dance, Zombies Edition. Just trying to think what that could be, but uh, follow yeah. Ned Tepper in the last season. Look at and- him persevere through the social distancing <laughs> and, you know, wearing masks on the bench. And, oh, oh. there he is, passed out on the side. <laughs> and here's Ned. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so that's going to be a bunch of fun. And it's just going to be back into basketball, man. Like, we're off again this weekend to the Warrnambool basketball tournament with the uh with the under 18 boys so it's just good to be back at it and, and fitting as much as we can of course but yeah the old Horsham Hornet squad there good luck to yeah. everyone taking part once again hopefully a bit better this time around yeah in Bendigo, fingers buddy. crossed fingers crossed but we do have some NBL action that's kicking off tonight as we're recording this man Brisbane Bullets are taking on the red hot Melbourne United wasn't a convincing win last week against the Phoenix. You took uh, the words right out yeah. of my mouth. Yeah, they're red hot. They're good to go. And they've got so much star power there, mm. Johnny. It's like, I think I expect them to be better and to maybe it's just a lack of gelling at the moment. But I yeah. expected them to come out and absolutely wipe Southeast Melbourne Phoenix off the court, which at one point, to be fair, they're up by 15, yeah. 16 with a yep. few minutes to go. But Phoenix, to their credit, really snuck back in there. This one, though, it's in Brisbane, United versus our boy, 90s <laughs> yeah. Brisbane Bullets. Exactly. What do you think? I think this is going to be a very tough game for Brisbane, to be honest. Uh, they're 2-2 two and two at the moment. I think that result, they probably haven't played as good as, as that sort of sounds, if that makes sense. But at the same time, I think Melbourne United last week, uh, the one guy they haven't really got involved yet is your boy, Scotty Hobson. Like, oh, I was wondering if you are going to bring that yeah, up. Or not, yeah. Scotty Hobson yeah. had a big old donut. He did. He did not look good. He did not look confident. Mm. And it was just, he's going to have to get back into form. He's I one of those. 
those so. players that can't. And you think they got that win basically without the services of Hobson. Yeah. Imagine yeah. if he gets going like last year, MVP caliber sort mm. of deal. It's a different role for him this year, isn't it? The, the team's not built around him as much, but he offers so much to that team playing that sort of three position. When you've got Landale at one end, you've got sort of Gording, McCarran. Like the names just go on, don't they? And Jack White. He, it's an amazing team on paper. They just need to sort of work out those rotations. But then again, Scotty can have an off night. And then, you know, I think uh, Jack White shot 21 in that game. So it's just, that's just the way that it is. And I, I, I really love watching like them. The, the look of that mm. kid, Jack White. He played out of his skin, man. He was yep. probably player of the game for me against him. What was it like there in Bendigo? To, you've, yeah. you've seen our little under 18 guys play. What was it like watching. The, it was, uh, the pros. It was, you know, the gameplay was pretty similar. You know, we both yeah. played pretty quick and dunk it and whatever. But uh, nah, the atmosphere <laughs> in that stadium was was brilliant. And the way it's sort of set up, you can't get a bad seat in there. Like, it's really, really good. Like, we sort of went up the top and had a bit of a look around. And, like, you cannot get a bad seat in that yeah, arena. Yeah, the thing about that, too, is watching it on TV, it didn't look like you're in some sort of country arena or anything nah, like that. It really looked right. like that you're at, like, a pro A1 stadium sort of yep. class setup. Yep. So yep. It, it was really cool to see that on TV. And they've got one more game coming up. I believe this Saturday. It yes, is. I'm trying yeah. to talk Anna into getting down to see it. It is United <laughs> versus the Taipans, oh, yeah. I think. That'd be I'm good not game. sure if we're previewing. That'd be a great. Yeah, game. that oh, would be a really good game. We should just ditch the uh, <laughs> ditch the ladies and get down there, Johnny. <laughs> yeah, we should. It's actually against Perth, and we will pre- preview that shortly. Oh That's no, gonna... there's one after the oh, Perth there's... game. Yeah, yeah right. It's, actually, it's the weekend, it's weekend after. after. Yeah, it's too much basketball going on, man. It's just no the, old, the old noggin can't keep up with it. No such thing. This game's going to be a very interesting one. Obviously, the hometown crowd is going to be on Brisbane's side but look out for Melbourne United I think believe it or not they're going to get better as the season goes on think Kings from last year they just couldn't put a foot wrong I think that's United this year so they should come away with the win I think they should and I want to see David Knight there front row and centre wearing his <laughs> grey wolf t-shirt if it hasn't happened yet you've got to get a monster man <laughs> please I do like the bullets so but yes I do think that Melbourne United will take this one away yeah I couldn't agree more man and uh, the next game we're going to move on to is going to be an interesting one it's the uh, the wooden spoon battle currently two teams we did not pick to be at the bottom of the ladder Cairns Taipans taking on the New Zealand Breakers in Cairns who are sitting currently at one and five with New Zealand yet to post a win they're going to be two and five tomorrow I, think I do they, believe this. Yeah, yeah. I think Cairns, and I'm I'm throwing everything at them. They look good the last <laughs> game that I saw them play. I think they yeah. went to overtime and lost in overtime. This team is going to win tomorrow. They have to win tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, it's alarm bells for Mike Kelly and crew at this point. I think it's uh, very surprising. I, I won't lie. I'm, I'm shocked at their record so far. Yeah. Um, it's just I not, did. Not I don't them. think anybody saw that one coming. Same deal with the New Zealand Breakers. Did you see this yeah. coming, Johnny? How do you think Patterson's going to play? Do you think he's going to answer the critics? He's going to come know. out swinging. It's going to be – this one's it's, really got the whole popcorn out for a last versus second last game. Yeah, this could even be game of the round, believe it or not. I mean, we've got some great matchups this week, but uh, there's a lot on the line for both teams. Cairns have got a lot of pressure. That's a long way to come back from. And obviously, New Zealand, Lamar Patterson hasn't fired. We said that last last episode, but he's under a lot of pressure at the moment. He needs to start finding his spot in that team. And but are the Breakers just – they've only played the two games. Played two, right? zero so and two. It's, it's early days. It's not really panic situation for New Zealand. 
Zealand just yet. I think they'll they'll fight back, but I don't think it's going to be tomorrow. This one's in Cairns yet again. Yeah. Breakers, as I pointed out before we went, went on, buddy, they still yet to play a game in New Zealand there either. Yeah, and I don't think they will, which is a bold call, which maybe not a, isn't all that bold in the end, but these teams actually play twice during the round. So we'll wrap up. We'll talk about the other game shortly, but it's going to be very interesting, but I think I think you're right. I reckon um, Cairns are the team to beat in this one. Home. Pressure's on both sides, but I think Cairns will come away with it. Jeez, and I tell you what, if they don't win this one, they're in all sorts of trouble. One and six, look out. They sort of already are, but let's throw on to the next game. We're moving to Adelaide. Johnny, the 36 is taking on Sydney Kings. Adelaide won this last time, and they're proving critics such as ourselves wrong. They're looking not too bad at all. Um, I'll cop that one that Adelaide are looking way better than I thought they would. Humphreys has added a whole other dimension to that team. Josh Giddy is living up to expectations. And now that they've got those two in the starting lineup, they look like a legit contender at the moment. Yeah, they look like it's, a playoff contender for yep. sure. And poor old Sydney Kings, they're a little bit injury sort of. Yeah. What's the word? They are injury ravaged at the moment. Injury nah. ravaged. I wasn't yeah. going for that, but that sounds good. <laughs> but they do have this new guy here who they have added for an injury replacement in Dexter Koenig Drew. Probably pronounced wrong there. Probably. It sounds like a law firm, doesn't it? Like, yeah, it actually does. Dexter Koenig Drew and Sons. I like it right there. But this guy, I was yeah. telling you, actually, Coach Brody at his Melbourne United Academy right there. So I hope this guy goes all sorts of awesome. See him wearing the number 11 there, which I believe was Kevin Lish last it was, year. Yeah, right? actually. Yeah. yeah, I'm surprised they haven't retired that one, actually. Yeah, but well, yeah. maybe he didn't do his he didn't play his best basketball yeah, in Sydney. I reckon yeah. Lish he was unfortunately his best was at Perth. Yeah, don't talk about Perth. Yeah. Anyway, this is going to be a ripping game as well. But I think the Adelaide uh, train will keep rolling through on this one, man. They've looked so good, and Sydney's got a few early issues. Not alarm bells at the moment, but they're sitting there one and three, still early days. But those injuries, like DD's, are massive out for them. DD's out, Xavier Cooks is out. It's yeah. not the team that we thought it was when we first went into the into this season, is it? No, I mean it's good for like for Sean, for guys and Craig Moller, these sorts of next generation. guys guys that are getting a lot of minutes at the moment but um there's just and look we've spoken about depth you know the phoenix have got the same sort of issue the depth just isn't there for for sydney at the moment but they're still working things out i think they'll be fine but you know adelaide's just going to be very hard to stop like i said they have absolutely nailed that rotation humphreys dj giddy like they look awesome at the moment so we'll, we'll stick with them and they're making me eat my words a little bit but we'll go the 36s yeah so then that will be one bold prediction out the way will, it, will that be five wins yet or four uh that would be f- they've won three no four sorry so yeah i, yeah. I mean unless they lose every game from here on yeah, so they <laughs> cannot win another game you know in the but, bold predictions right there we keep going back to that i know i know but i'm gonna bring up the next bold prediction which is the hawks man they're sitting nice and pretty on top of the ladder four and zip they're taking on the phoenix and I'm just going to let you break this one down because I'm just all over the Hawks at the moment. So. Yeah, very interesting here. They've got the Southeast Melbourne Phoenix's red-hot favourites to win this. So I guess it is in Melbourne State Basketball yeah. Centre right yep. there. The Hawks, though, I think they're coming off too much momentum and they look good. What was your sort of breakdown on the on the Phoenix when you saw them live in action? I know you said the Creed yeah. got caught in the corner a little bit. Yeah, yeah. We couldn't get good minutes for Kendall Stevens. Yeah, barely. He came on at start, played a few, and then that was about it. They can't get him involved. I don't know what's going on with, with Stevens, but he deserves more minutes than he's getting. It, I don't know. Like, it, it's hard to get a read on the Phoenix because they don't really have a lot of depth at the moment. Do you know um, how far off Pinoy is yet? Like, no, that's I'm not another sure. thing as well. I think the Hawks are going to win this, which mm. is very interesting because Sportsbet has them favourites to lose 
Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? But yeah. like, they need Panu back. He's a big one. They need to be able to protect that paint, which they just can't do. Landale had a field day uh, the other day against um, against the Phoenix, so they need someone to protect the paint. They need a three-point shooter, and I've said that already. They need a three-point shooter. They need someone. I mean, when the game's on the line down there, they're relying on a lot of inside scoring, but they need someone who can come out and shoot the lights out, you know. And you've got guys like Cam Glidden, who's a great role player, probably shouldn't be starting. I would well, have thought. Well, we've talked about this tough. a little bit, and I, I. I don't want to be that guy, but I was like, I was glad that Cam Glidden, you know, didn't sign with a team that I'm more into because it, <laughs> Fair enough. It, yeah. it, like he's inconsistent. I feel like, I don't know, like, man, like the fact that he made the boomers a couple of years back or whenever yeah. it was blows my mind. So yeah, it was the Andre Lamanas sort of uh, yes, it thing definitely there. Was. It was, um, but I think there's still quite a bit to work out for, for the Phoenix. And I think it comes down to the depth and I was just going to pull up the box score here. So we can have a quick look at it, but it's uh, Kendall Stevens. Like I said, any other team, he'd be getting solid minutes. He'd be playing 10 or 15 off the bench. But if we open up the quick box score from last weekend, like I still can't believe that, Ben Moore's not starting. Like, that's just bizarre to me. He, he yeah. deserves to be starting in that team, I would have thought. And they're not getting much out of old... Uh, Ruben Tarangi. Yes, Brody says he needs to have a haircut badly. Yeah, he didn't even look good, honestly, on the didn't court. He, nah, well, he nah. looked very good when he played at Brisbane last year. Yeah. But there you go. Might not be fitting into that Mitchell rotation, as it were. Exactly right. So it's just... I mean, they shot eight from 23 three-pointers. And Kiefer Sykes shot a couple of nice ones. I reckon he would have shot those three in, like, the first quarter or the first half. He was I was going to say, I'm pretty really. sure Kiefer Sykes, yeah, he... he yeah really did peak early in that game. Still like him, though. He's, he's a great pick I'm up there for the Phoenix. Big, big, big fan myself. Pull him out of that rotation right now, and you don't yeah. have a huge amount to get it excited about. And Creaky did look like he was a little bit injured or something. Or... Uh, I'm not sure. He just... And look, I was... And as I said the other other episode, we were talking to the great Owen Hewan, and he pointed that out as well. That Creaky just gets stuck in the corner. Like, they don't run any plays for him. Like, they did mm. last year. He was kind of their marquee player. Mm. Whereas this year, he just sort of gets stuck in the corner a lot. And I actually noticed that um, during the game, that he's just sitting there waiting for a pick and roll on the opposite side and then they don't kick the ball out to him for a three in the corner so yeah, he's very much a, wasted at the that's moment. a part of his game that he really has lifted to yeah. with the three-point shooting because yep. i think that's a, a lot of the reason why apparently the nba dream didn't happen is because he wasn't yeah. as consistent from three but he has lifted that in the previous couple of yeah. years so well well that's the thing and last year obviously simon mitchell took the shackles off him in terms of scoring because obviously he's been more of a pass first kind of player very much a team oriented oriented hate Orientated? That's yeah, team orientated. Team orientated player. And last year, he really had the shackles taken off him to go out and score. And you'd see, he almost had the MVP caliber season. And oh, we yeah. said at the start of Grey Wolf Hoops that if he has an MVP caliber season, look out. Because the Phoenix have got some nice pieces around him. It's just the depth that's the concern at the moment. But, I mean, still and early days. But Their yeah. bench play, too. Like, the yeah. depth, their bench is just... I don't know. Like you, you yeah. can compare that to a bench of a Melbourne United who is That's just it. absolutely stacked right there. Interestingly enough, the Hawks, as we mentioned, a tip to yeah. lose this one. Maybe the Phoenix will get up, John. They might. I mean, I'm not much of a betting man, but two dollars and six cents for the Hawks isn't bad money, Nettie. I'd be uh, throwing a ten, cheeky ten dollars on that one if I was a betting guy. Yeah, I think I would be too. <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Hawks to get this one, and Tyler Harvey to have a massive. Oh yeah, day. He's oh, yeah. Looking man. forward to watching that, dude. He is the man. But let's move on to the game that is in Bendigo this weekend on Sunday. Melbourne United are backing up the earlier game against. Perth, who are coming across. This is going to be a cracking game. We've got, again, United in form. Perth still finding their form. Melbourne is the heavy favourite to win this one. Uh, how do you see it playing out? Well, this is going to be 
this game has got a lot riding on it, John. This is where we sort of go back into some of those predictions mm. because mm. Perth, as I pointed out in the last edition of Hoops, is people going, oh, you know, they're not as bad as what people think they are, blah, blah, blah. But they did play Southeast Melbourne Phoenix who are predicted yep. to, you know, finish in yep. that bottom two. So they need to make a statement here. They need to come out and go, we're still here. We've still got it. We're going to beat United at their new sort of pop-up home in Bendigo yeah, and yep. get it done. But I just cannot see it happening, John. They look so stacked. United are going to have to really put the foot. This is their chance, both teams' chance to make a statement. I think United's going to win it. But, and if Perth lose, they could lose badly. I don't know. We'll, yeah, it's you? a tough game. It's, it's a tough game to pick this one because Melbourne United, assuming that they're going to beat the Bullets tonight as we're recording, and then they can knock off Perth. They're 5-0. Like, remember that Landale said, I can't see a game that we you know, we could lose or, or whatever his wording was. I agree with him. It's very hard to pick against United at any of these matchups right now. Anyway, looking forward to a United uh, 36ers matchup, actually. That's going to be a cracking one. But this is a really tough one. Perth does, I mean, I know it's very early days, but they're a bit like New Zealand with a lot of pressure coming from outside, from the media. This is a big game for them. If they can come across and take a win off Melbourne in Victoria, that's a huge achievement. That's a huge effort. That is massive. So, They've had a big couple of weeks too because I yeah. believe they are now hubbed out here somewhere in they Victoria. Are. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So, you know, the odds are stacked against the Wildcats. So this is their chance to mm. really, really come out swinging and say we're the best team in the NBL regardless of what you think, regardless yeah. where we're located. We're going to take you United bowlers down and get it done. <laughs> Hopefully... You know, for the sake of the United fans, it's not going to happen. But I think this is Melbourne United's year. And yep. backing up that Jock Landau statement, he didn't say that they're not going to lose a game. Mm. He said he can't see, and I can't either, on paper, a yep. game that they could possibly That's lose. Right. It's 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 their championship to lose. Yep, yep, exactly. And this game's going to come down to who can play on Bryce Cotton. Can they keep him quiet? Because that's what this is all going to be based on, I think. If he has a big game, I think Perth's got a chance. But if they can match him up, then I think it's Melbourne's to lose, really. Yeah, most definitely. And it will be all about shutting down Bryce Cotton. But the thing is, is, you know, put one, two players on him there. Like, there's just the depth yeah. on that Melbourne United <laughs> bench, Johnny. Yeah, I, I, I don't know who would go to him first. I'm wondering if our boy Mitch might take him first up and try and raise him up a little bit. Yeah, or Shay Illy as or well. Shay Illy. Like, yeah, yeah, he can defend quite well. You sort of need to get under his skin a little bit, I think, if yeah. you're going to do that. And I reckon Mitch is the man to throw his weight around a little and maybe give away a couple of fouls early and just, you know, let him know he's there. But we'll see. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see that one happening on Sunday. Looking forward to it very much so before the New Zealand Breakers. Second round of the game, they take on the Cairns Taipans. Is it their second? Yeah, it is. Same, oh, same yeah, game. It's the rematch. It's a rematch from a couple of days ago. So, th- again, I, I, it's the same analysis really as the earlier game. I, I think Cairns has to win these two at home. Like, this is... Guys, this is your chance to get your season back on track, you know. Then, I mean, New Zealand's looking at the 0-4 uh, and four after these two games. I don't know, man. I, I I really hope that the Cairns can take this one because it breaks my heart to see them not at the top of the ladder. But, um, yeah, I think these, these both should be pretty good games, but I think Cairns should be able to go 2-0. Yeah, I agree. I'm going to stick with you on that one. New Zealand breaks will lose two, and they're sort of 0-4. We'll mm. have to wait and see. Yeah, don't know. And we did pick them early, Ron, for a team that has a very settled roster since they haven't had too many players coming in out other than Lamar Patterson. So Very interesting, too. Yeah. And talking about previous picks, I picked them to be in the grand final. 
It was that was yeah, my grand final did, prediction. Actually. I'm not going to yeah. run away from that. I said New Zealand Breakers <laughs> and Melbourne United at this stage, not looking like that at all. At this mm, stage, John, at this stage, at this right. stage, man. Let me ask you this question before we wrap things up. I've still got United up there. As is it a United Hawks grand final? What are you thinking? It's still very early days. I think. I think. I reckon as the season goes on, you'll see as they say the cream's going to rise to the top. I'm not riding off the Kings. Even though I predicted predicted them not to make the finals, I'm still not running off Perth. Uh, and I think you know, Cairns, this week's probably them, the it for them, really, given that yeah, it's I'll so tight Yeah, I tell you what, if they the lose top, both of these games this week, yeah. it's going to be hard for them to even make playoffs. It's so, going to be think, very hard. The schedule doesn't get any easier, Johnny. It doesn't, and that's the thing. And then who knows what's going to happen in WA. They might have to hub up for a little while. So there's all these external factors that are playing into it. Melbourne United still the team to beat for mine. But you know what? The Hawks, I'm still I'm sticking with them at the moment. I know it is early days, but they've got the best coach in the land. So maybe it's, I'll... It's, yeah. it's fun to throw these things it out is. because who knows? It could end up being... a. New Zealand and Cairns grand final. And here we are saying that they both need to win this weekend or it's all over. Exactly. But the best thing is that's just, again, we talk about the state of this league. Like at this point, anyone could, it's still, it's still up for grabs. Anyone can still make the finals. It's early days, but it's been some great basketball so far and still heaps heaps of time to go. And hopefully these external factors don't play a big part in the next few months, but we'll just have to wait and see. Oh yeah. Love it, Johnny. Love it, man. Well, I think that'll just about wrap things up for this edition of Grey Wolf Hoops. Man, all the best to you, the under 18. The under-16s, which Brody's taking part in this weekend at the Warnable tournament. Let's go Hornets. Let's go Zombies. Let's go... Everyone else. Everyone else, yeah. <laughs> it's going to be this. It's gonna be 18 degrees in Warnable on Sunday, so I'm packing yeah. a jacket and everything. It's going to be freezing, but looking forward to it. Yeah, hell yeah, man. This has been another presentation from the Grey Wolf Entertainment Network. GreyWolfEntertainment.net.